All right, let's kick this thing off here. Um, yeah, so what we're doing here is we're doing a podcast, and my podcast is called True Story Bro. And the reason why I named it True Story Bro is for the stories that you're going to hear uh, throughout the guests that come on. You know, I, I've battled cancer uh, a few times now. And uh, first today, I'm going to share that story, that testimony with you. And then from there, uh, every, every time I have a guest, it's going to show um, what it took uh, from them to get through that battle. It could be cancer, could be sickness, could be addiction, could be anything. Uh, but I definitely want to share their stories and, and bring that to light. So let's get into it. So my backstory is from, gosh, it was a while ago. We started this whole journey back in 2014. I originally, you know, like I said, I was living life and uh, everything was going well. Um, I had a great job. You know, I got my MBA. My wife and I had three kids and we actually found out we had one on the way, uh, which was an absolute blessing. And then back in 2014, in September, I had to get a physical. So the doctor, you know, said, hey, John, you're healthy as a horse. He's like, just get your, just get your uh, blood tested. And, you know, we'll see you in a couple of years. He had done an EKG, everything, uh, you know, checked everything out. Everything was great. Um, I put on, I mean, just like anybody else, you blow off the blood test for a little bit. I think the following week I took the blood test and you had to fast. And I'm like, all right, no, no worries. I'll fast. I'll take care of that. Anyway, um, the doctor calls me that night and he tells me, he's like, John, he's like, I, I don't like what I see on your blood test. And I'm like, okay. Um, he's like, can you go somewhere, you know, private so I can talk to you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm outside now. Um, so he proceeds to tell me, he's like, you know, you know, my white blood cells are through the roof. Um, my platelets are really, really low. And he's ask, asking me all these questions like, you know, are you losing weight? Um, like, well, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm uh, an active guy, I work out, you know, I've got kids always going, you know, so yeah, I'm trying, I've always been, you know, trying to get in shape and be in shape. Um, you know, uh, how's your appetite? I'm like, well, it hasn't been great lately. It's been actually pretty bad. Um, and I just attributed that to stress and, and life and, and all that and thinking about what's going on. It's like, what about spots on your, you know, red spots on your chest? I'm like, no, I said, but I've had them on my legs and on my arms. And I've noticed that going on. And I'm like, but I just figured, you know, I was 38, almost 39. I'm like, I'm getting close to 40. My body's got to be changing. So, um, <clears throat> so I ended up, uh, he, he says, well, why don't you go to the ER? I'm like, ER, that sounds a little excessive. Um, but he's like, I don't want you to wait till tomorrow. So I was like, okay. Like, so I kind of got concerned, but you know, it was a blood test. So obviously, you know, they had to figure things out, got to the ER, um, through again, you know, I was going to drive myself and I get in my car and my headlights don't work. Cause it's at night. It's past seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. And, um, he, my wife ended up bringing me packing the car with the kids and brought me to the ER, dropped me off. And you know, the whole time sitting there in the waiting room, I'm looking at my phone and I'm looking through everything like WebMD, you know, what's going on? And all these like 42 things pop up and I'm like 41 of them. I'm like, yeah, no big deal. There was one that I did see. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, I had said something about leukemia. And I'm like, come on, that's crazy. Um, anyway, long story short, I'm in the ER and 
they check me out, check my blood out and in walks a doctor. And, and my wife is there at this point in time. My mother watched my kids and, and uh, she proceeds to tell me that, you know, we we're pretty sure that you have leukemia. And I'm like, great. She's like, do you know what that is? I'm like, I didn't know much about it other than, you know, I've heard of, you know, it, I knew it was cancer. Um, didn't know much about any, any leukemias other than, you know, I, I, there's childhood leukemias and I, you know, seems like, uh, kids can beat it pretty well. And, um, she's like, well, we're going to keep you overnight and we're going to, we're going to have the doctor talk to you in the morning and confirm or confirm it or, or whatever. So the doctor comes in the next morning and, you know, yeah, of course that was a lot of shock last th that night. You know, I mean, there was, you know, tears were shed. It was just one of those, I can't believe this is happening. You know, like why, like, not like, why is it happening? But I just an utter shock. Like I, things are going so great. Like you just don't think that things are going to happen like that, you know? Um, and then the next morning the, the doctor confirmed it and, he said, John, you have acute myeloid leukemia and it's pretty aggressive and, and, and we're going to treat it here and get into remission. And, you know, he mentioned a couple other things down the road potentially, but I said, you know, doctor, what are, what are the odds, you know, of me beating it? You know, because I just, everyone wants to know numbers, right? They want to know how, how are my chances? And uh, the doctor proceeds to tell me that, uh, you know, there's not much data on young guys like you, strong guys like you. Uh, a lot of this uh, disease happens to older people, like in their 60s. That's where a lot of the data is. And I'm like, great. Why me? You know, but anyway, um, he, he says, yeah, I don't know, like 70% chance, you know, and I'm like, well, I'd have rather had 90 or 95, but better than three or two or something, you know, the odds being worse. I'm like, so I, I took it and I ran with it. I'm like, all right, well, from that point on, I said, I'm going to beat this thing no matter what. I got too much to do in life. I got three kids and one on the way, which again, at that point in time, nobody knew about. And, uh, and I was like, that's it. So the course was stay in the hospital for the next 30, 30 days or so to get this thing into remission. I had to have chemotherapy, uh, 24 hours a day for, I think it was seven days straight, uh, with some other chemotherapies mixed in there. So it was pretty aggressive chemo they gave me, which my body tolerated pretty well. I mean, yeah, there was some, some discomfort, but, um, overall it wasn't too bad. I mean, the worst thing that I got were, were fevers and those fevers did, they did suck. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. They did suck. They just kept coming, you know, like you get a fever, then, it, then they'd have to come and, uh, come stick your arm and find out why, you know, if there's an infection, which I get it. They're, they're being, you know, they're, they're being careful. Um, so, so yeah, so they're, they're, they're just trying to find out why and what's going on. So lo and behold, I, I, I keep going through it, everything. I'm hitting all the milestones. Everything's going well. And, you know, I'm just very, very grateful to God and, 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 and getting more into my faith and just, you know, asking God, like, you know, kind of like, wh what am I supposed to do with this from here? You know, and one of my good buddies, he told me, um, he texted me. He's like, John, he's like, he's like, just, and I, and I've always been a man of faith, but not of great faith. And, and I knew there was always a calling and a tug um, from God you know, but I just never answered that call. Um, and, uh, he goes to me, he's like, John, he's like, he's like, just, just, he's like, praise Jesus. Thank Jesus and tell Jesus that you love him and all will be fine. And he's gone through some trials as well. And, uh, he's, he's obviously his faith is strong. 
Um, so I'm like, all right, thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. You know, and, and I'm like, you know, I'm like thinking, okay, yeah, I, I, I do praise Jesus and I do thank Jesus and I do love Jesus. So I'm like, these are all things that I do. Well, I, I kind of didn't realize where I had to be, you know, in order to really call out, you know, to, and, and this is just my perspective, but there was one night where I had, I hadn't had any, um, fevers in a while but i'd had them so much like they'd come on and i'd get these these uh, i don't know what they're called there's i'm sure there's a medical term for like these body shakes like and i would shake pretty vigorously from those from those fevers and i could feel the chill coming on that night and i was just like so sick of it i was like so tired of it because the more fevers i got that means the longer it's going to take for me to go home so that's kind of how i associate and I, i just threw the towel in and i gave it up I gave it all to God. I just said, you know what? I, I, it was at that point where I just said, and I closed my eyes and I said, Jesus, I praise you and I thank you and I love you. And I just kept saying it over and over and over again and just kind of just giving it to him just like that. And just from the heart and, and meaning it and feeling it. And I'll tell you right now from, from the bottom of my, from the top of my head minutes later to the bottom of my toes, I just experienced this warmth just come through me. And it was a physical feeling of, of warmth and love and just like amazingness. And, and guess what? I didn't get a fever. In fact, I didn't have any more fevers the rest of the time that I was there. So that's, that's, that's kind of um, story one. I'll keep it as story one because my, my journey is much longer than, than, than this. Um, but I got out of the hospital and um, I got remission, gotten a remission. And then the doctors tell me that I had to go get a stem cell transplant. So from there, I was like, uh, I thought this was kind of like, uh, you may not, you shouldn't need it. You might not need it. Um, but in the, in the meantime, my brother, my sister, everyone got tested to see if they were actually, um, donors, uh, potential matches for my DNA. And in fact, my, my, one of my younger brothers was hundred percent match. So we put the plan in play. We went to Dana Farber up in Boston and, and I met with the doctors and the doctors tested him. They tested me and they already knew that he was a match from, from down here in Connecticut. And uh, they're like, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's the one true way to get cured from this, from this disease. And they're like, you could wait. And if it comes back, you could try it then. But knowing that getting, getting cancer, this cancer into remission again, I hear it was going to be much harder if it comes back a second time. So I just said, you know what, let's go big or go home. You know, I know I was going to have to be away from my family for another few weeks. Um, but uh, starting, it was November of that same year. That's when we, then we made the call. I, I, I made the call, you know, with my wife, but I made the call that it just hit me. I was like, I'm doing it. Um, and that was my motto, go big or go home. Like, let's get this done. Let's knock it out now. So I did it. And my brother, thank God, Brian, he donated his cells and, and all went smooth. I mean, it all went smoothly. I, I was in the, in and out of the hospital in three weeks and then the recovery time was long, but it's just part of the process. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, that, that's, that's, that's chapter one. That's chapter one of my story. And, um, anybody has any questions shoot me a message you know let's talk i mean but i'm here to share i'm here to talk about my testimony and my journey i'm here to also share 
other people's journeys. So if you're listening to this and you've got a story to tell, please reach out to me. I'd love to I'd love to have you on. Um, next time I do a podcast will be most likely a, a continuation of my journey because it just doesn't stop here. Anyway, I hope you all have a great day and I'm looking forward to uh, communicating and getting to know uh, getting to know you guys. And, and if there's any, like I said, any questions, looking forward to, to hearing from you. Have a great one.